Welcome to the Elder Hour podcast, where we discuss the history of plants from a magical perspective. We'll be exploring the history, lore, and mystical properties of a new plant every single week. I'm your host, Juliette Diaz, an indigenous Taino bruja and seer from a long line of medicine women and men. I have a master's of science in herbal medicine, best-selling author of Witchery, Embrace the Witch Within, and founder of Plant Coven. And I'm your host, Chelsea Selby, owner of occult bath and body brand Witch Baby Soap, college-educated holistic health practitioner, and lifelong witch. How to use roses for medicinal purposes. So given that roses are super abundant, naturally people turn to them to start using them for their medicinal qualities. They are known... I wouldn't say no, and you can't really say that about anything that grows in the ground. (laughs) Not clinically proven, guys. But they've been used to improve the metabolism. They've been used to treat acne. That's why you find them in a lot of skincare. Yes. Rose rose toners. Yes. Those are my favorite. Yes, me too. Mm -hmm. Rose spray. Mm -hmm. Also, for beauty magic, like anything that has rose in it is gonna attract love, create confidence. All those things, in addition to, you know, clearing up your acne. I like to use roses in my bath. People have used Bach flower remedies of rose Mm -hmm. for uh, sadness, depression. Yes, I have that on here. Grief. They have a ton of vitamin C. Mm Mm-hmm. Full of antioxidants. Mm Mm-hmm. That's why we use them in our Aphrodite soap as, like, an antioxidant soap. That's amazing. One of my favorites. And you can do a lot with roses. You can eat them. Mm-hmm. You can put them anywhere. I like to drink them in tea. Yes. So I know from, like, a native indigenous people, um, it's really, like, a, set, a good sedative. It's anti-inflammatory. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember growing up, my mom would add them to prune juice, for a laxative, like if we were constipated when we were younger, uh-huh. um, I remember that. Um, it's also really good for the heart, like a good tonic for the heart, which makes so much sense. It's such a beautiful connection. Chakra yes, energy. It's super romantic. <laughs> it also lowers cholesterol, and we have used them for bruises, rashes, and incisions. I know when I had I had two C sections mm-hmm. with both my boys. And my mom made me kind of like a balm with roses for the incision. Uh-huh. Um, and it healed really beautifully. Like, you can't even see my incision. Well, vitamin C in particular is really good for wound healing. That's practically the reason. When I was breast, well, right after birth, too, actually, I have a birth story. It's not related to roses, but it's related to vitamin C. Um, we had spoken before this podcast about the intuitive things that happened to both of us through the birthing process, mm-hmm. through being pregnant, and then after. I could not stop drinking orange juice. Like, I was chugging it. I was going through gallons of orange juice after I had my daughter. I went home four hours after having her, so I wasn't in the hospital on um, hooked up to anything. And I was sending my husband out get me more and more orange juice I could not get enough of it no matter what it's just the body knows yeah exactly what it needs intuitively it was Mm -hmm. like give me some more vitamin C it's really really intuitive 
They are. They are in a lot of products. People just don't pay attention to how many products actually have rose in it. Yeah. The rose petals are definitely big in vitamin A, C, and E. Yeah, so that's why you find them in a lot of skincare preparations. Mm -hmm. Antibacterial, I already mentioned that. Anti-inflammatory. I think those are things that you should kind of look into that carry the rose in it Mm -hmm. because it has such a gentle effect as well, but they're very effective. So... You know how I speak about how I communicate with plants and flowers? Uh-huh. So one in particular story, um, I was going through kind of like a life crisis um, when I was leaving the forensic science career. Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of roses in my garden. And ironically enough, I remember every time I pass by my garden or I sit out there, the scent would automatically send me into tears like crying. Um, so I decided to kind of start looking into that years after I would start thinking, you know, what, why do roses make me particularly kind of cry? Yeah. And they're from experience, they're really helpful with kind of getting rid of grief and anxiety, stress out of your body. Mm -hmm. So interestingly enough, my intuition was capture my tears and, water the roses with the tears they force me to come like to take out of me yeah I feel like so created it, it created some like a powerful connection to what they did for me and I kind of the only thing I could do for them was feed them my tears and they seemed very happy afterwards it's kind of like they were 100% willing to take away um, my pain and take away my sadness and just they all drink it up and it just worked really beautifully. Mm-hmm. So I found that really interesting. I just pictured them like Super Mario style oh where gosh. they're like drinking up your tears. Yes. Just like eating them up. Dun, 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 dun. Like like little <laughs> rose dogs. Yes. <laughs> you know, like just like put a collar on them. They're just like slurping them up. Yeah. So it's important to kind of like follow your instinct. Especially yeah. when you're working with um, magical creatures such as anything from the earth, like plants. Um, you know, no one told me to do that. It was just, I felt I, a need for me to give back. I could definitely see roses as a, as a plant that wants something from you. Right. Just and in the way pulls. that they prick your finger mm. and, like, just take it from you. Right. You know? Yes. And you have, they have to be handled very carefully. Yes, they do. Because if you're not, they're just going to take your blood. Yes. Like, give it to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see them having that. Yeah, it was a really the strong... very thirsty energy. Int- yeah, it was a really strong instinct just to f- give them my tears. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, I helped you get rid of those tears. Now give them back to me. Like, give them to me. Yeah. It was really interesting, but I really loved it. It was a beautiful experience. It also plays into that, like, like cures, like homeopathy Mm -hmm. like they're used they're so prevalent in the grieving process yes that they also help when you're grieving Mm -hmm. they even though you would think it would have some type of like negative association rose kind of off of the negativity yeah maybe they like the sadness they're one of those things that you know during a traumatic situation like loss Anything that reminds you of that situation can be triggering. Yes. But for some reason, 
roses kind of evade that's that, so true that feeling like you go to funerals it smells like roses mm-hmm. but every time you smell a rose you don't associate it with the funeral with losing a loved one right or you get roses from your exes or lovers yeah. And if you get new roses from a new boyfriend, it, you don't connect it to your old boyfriend. Yeah, you're not like that piece of shit. I can never smell a rose <laughs> ever again. That's interesting that you brought that up. You know, I feel like they, it, it, it has one. something to do with that healing aspect of roses. It's like they evaporate. Yeah, like a dream almost. Yes. Like a dream-like quality. Like you can have a dream, but you don't remember dreams the same way. I like that. That you remember a real-life experience. Roses are very mysterious. They really are. Yeah, yeah so... Let's go into the magical aspects of roses. Okay. So we have rose hips, mm-hmm. which are great for love mag- magic. Yes. Um, rose petals and flowers, also great for love magic. Good for love divination. And then we have thorns and stems. Yes. Those are good for protection. They're good for hexing. And, and getting rid of hexes. And getting rid of hexes. Yes. You can also carve your candles with rose thorns. Yes. Very symbolic. Um, There are a bunch of different things you can do with roses. So roses are great for the heart chakra. Mm -hmm. Um, Anybody who feels like their heart chakra is out of balance or that heart energy, that heart center energy is off, taking a bath full of roses is a Mm. really good way to balance that. Or even just buying yourself roses, having roses in your house, putting roses on your altar. They're good for offerings for different love goddesses Mm -hmm. if that's how you practice Mm -hmm. and you want to make an offering to a goddess. You can always use roses. Um, Roses can also be substituted for any herb. That's true. Roses and rosemary. Because they're kind of like white candles. Mm -hmm. Yes. Roses are like the white candle. Mm -hmm. Of the flower world. Yep. So you can use a rose for just about anything. Mm-hmm. And they're prevalent. They're everywhere. So it's really easy to get your hands on a rose. So that story that I gave about it taking my pain, it makes sense when we use it in protection magic. Mm-hmm. Because in protection magic, it does a lot of cleansing. It does a lot of like banishment work as yep. well. It's used in everything. And she's ver- so versatile. They're also good for healing. And psychic ability, too. Yes. I think they help you get in touch with your intuition. Yes, 100%. And especially if, like, you're, like, the queen of baths, it, taking a bath, especially when you're sad or you have a, uh, you're breaking up with someone or you broke up with someone, mm-hmm. taking a rose bath is super effective in getting back in tune with the real emotion of the heart, not the brain part of the heart, if that makes sense. You know yes. how you're freaking out and you're stressing it helps you go inward a little bit more into your heart center mm-hmm. to see the real picture. Yes. Some of us are in a relationship and we know we shouldn't be in that relationship and we kind of put that part off and roses usually pull out the truth. And not only that, but they they infuse your aura with confidence and courage. Yes. So it's amazing. I, I'm going to go get roses. The ability to know this. that it's going to be okay. <laughs> also... I don't know if we mentioned this earlier, but roses have the highest vibration. No, we didn't mention it. Of any flower. They are super high vibe. That's why you also see some sometimes roses included in um, 
cleansing bundles. Yes, burning roses can clear a space, can raise the vibration of a space. We burnt roses before. Yes. You know, starting this episode. So in different cultures, especially in, in witchcraft, I know from my family's background, either if it's indigenous magic, if it's santeria, voodoo, hoodoo, or religions like voodoo, for instance, roses can mean something completely different. Mm -hmm. So setting intentions when you use the roses is really important. It's kind of like to get the direct meaning across of what you're doing. So anything, any ingredient you use in spell work, you want to have an intention while holding that and say what you want it for because it could go any way and roses are so specific Mm -hmm. like they're so intentional they're such an intentional flower with their own language by itself Mm -hmm. you can really like clamp down and be very specific about your intention with roses like we spoke about earlier it can be a rose can be threatening it can be comforting it can be passionate and based on the color you pick for your rose it can add that extra layer of intention to spell work yes or like i was gonna like before i was talking to you a little bit um rose petals on a newlyweds bed Mm -hmm. is significant not just for love because they got just got married it's for fertility yeah it's to bless the bed for baby making time. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder if that dates all the way back to those fertility it temples. May, I was thinking when you were talking about the temple and them going in there and doing their thing, it yeah. makes complete sense so how it, it's connected to the fertility and making things happen in love. Yeah. Also, um, you can use roses and rose water to consecrate objects. Mm-hmm. One specific object that roses are great for consecrating are emeralds, the love stone. I love emeralds because it's a great stone for the heart center, the heart chakra. It is not just like a healing love. It's, I feel like it's great for partnerships. Mm. It has a very strong fidelity vibe, so it's good for, you know, healthy relationships it's such a beautiful stone yes i really i would love if wedding rings were emeralds Mm, they're just beautiful so pretty it's just good overall for like having a healthy luxurious relationship so pairing emeralds and rose is super potent if you wanted to take a bath with like your lover Mm mm-hmm you That's what do. I'm picturing right now. Me and my man in your brain. taking a bath. Yeah, because <laughs> we love to do that. So I'm picturing now adding this emerald and rose yes. to it. Emerald and rose, maybe some wine. To, of course, like, I love adding wine to my bath to like raise that vibration. I love that so much. So, what you could do too is you could massage your partner with an emerald. That's in interesting. The bath, like, massage their back. I like that. Yeah. It I love getting massages, fiery. rose quartz. Of course, roses would do that to us. Yeah. Love it. So, yeah, you can keep emerald with roses. You can consecrate your emeralds with rose water. And then you can keep that near your heart. Carry that heart energy. I don't think we use rose enough. 
like rose water and gen- just getting into rose water i could see you know you not feeling so confident or feeling that you know you have we have this habit of hating ourselves and picking at ourselves for different things and just showering or taking a bath with rose water it's the most overrated and the most underrated Ugh. at the same time because it's only seen for s- certain things right yeah, not really just, like, just love just touching the top of it if yeah. you really dig into the the roots yeah other thorns of the mm-hmm. rose it really does it's a powerful fucking being it really is yeah i feel like it really embodies feminine energy in that way mm-hmm. like the rose can fucking cut you yes but you're like it's just a valentine's day flower mm-hmm. it's just this feminine object no that's like mm. it's like no a rose can fuck your whole shit up. A rose can hex you. It can, 100%. A rose can indicate that I want you to die, you know? Yes. Um. You know what? It's funny. We had my my mom, my whole family were brujas. Um, growing up, I, were, I grew up in housing projects. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of different kind of brujas in there. One specifically, she was super dark. Um, she used to use pass roses to people so she would enchant the rose mm-hmm. already with like her spell yeah and all she needed was something from you if you grab the rose and it would prick you with the flower with the with the blood it activated her freaking axe yes and her curse like you don't think about these things and how people could manipulate the powers i think this is so interesting because just like we spoke about elder mm. spreading its message, you know it's there. Mm-hmm. It, 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 you know, runs through society. The rose kind of does the same thing. It's kind of... She's a sneaky little bitch. She's a little bit <laughs> sneaky. <laughs> I mean, look at Beauty and the Beast. Yes. You have the rose that, like, oh, like, the, the stress level as each petal falls off, you mm-hmm. know? It's... It's a magical weapon. It, it really is. And but it's interesting how we're, like, clouded by this. Yeah. Because I personally, I am 100% connected to the plant world. Yeah. Like, communicator. Whole, like, all the way. And you work with freaking plants and flowers all the time. And uh-huh. then we're having this conversation, and now it's, like, kind of, like, coming to the surface of... Yeah. The secrets. Yeah, so she's very, in, she's like an enchantress. Yes, very enchantress. She's totally a witch. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, roses are like. So you heard it here, guys. A rose is definitely a witch in the plant kingdom. Yeah. She knows how to enchant herself enough that we don't think about what she's doing sneakily. Yes, she's like a, an Italian woman Ugh. who plays stupid. Like <laughs> all the Italian women in my family, they, that's their superpower. You underestimate Underestimate. Them. Yes, it wants to be underestimated because that's where the power is. Like if you think I'm a fucking moron, if you think I'm just this dainty thing, then you're not going to see it when I fucking cut you. I'm totally getting a rose tattoo now. You know? <laughs> I, have, I, I, have, I have a bunch of roses. <laughs> um... But that's, that's the power of the rose, you know? And roses, actually, they're in, like, royal symbolism. Mm-hmm. Roses are, like, everywhere. Yeah. So let me want me to talk about religion really quick. Sure. So I found that in Christianity, the five-petaled rose is associated with the five wounds of Jesus Christ. 
and with Virgin Mary, especially the thornless ones, right? It also says that the first rosaries were made out of hardened rose petals, and some rosaries were scented with rose. Yeah, and they're called rosaries. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just reading that. I am. I did. You know, I, I tested being Catholic for a couple of years when I was younger. Obviously, that didn't work out for me personally, but I never associated a rosary with a rose. And I think it's really powerful in itself that she's represented in religion, mm-hmm. in all kinds of religion. Yeah. She's everywhere. Yeah. Like, everywhere. her power is epic. Yes. Deeply, deeply infused into every aspect of spirituality, of love. And I feel like that Venusian energy is kind of that way. Like, yes. you know, we're just like our Venus, how we love. But, like... Sirens. It reminds so me like much sirens. More. Yes, I love and that. And love can be a weapon. No, girl, it totally is. You know, love <laughs> is dangerous. There's shadow aspects atomic bomb. to love. <laughs> Ready to go off. Like, that shit is scary. Yes. Falling in love is scary. Yeah. Roses are fucking scary. Yes. <laughs> they are dangerous. They are super dangerous. But also, so magical and uplifting. I love it. You know what? It's interesting, too, when I see gardeners tending to their roses, to me, it really intrigues me. I'm a gardener Mm -hmm. myself, but when I see someone else tending to their roses, I get kind of like in a trance watching them. It's super powerful to me to see someone tending to roses because it takes a certain kind of person to be able to, like you, you're good with your roses. It takes a certain kind of I don't know why they just grow for me. Because you're just... Maybe I have equally dangerous but loving you're energy. totally dangerous you're <laughs> super a rose in real life in human form <laughs> yeah i feel like roses like i love roses i love floral print all of those things yes i like see this by the way we have like no books that yeah, we, we chose for our podcast intuitively bought black floral a no black books. background notebook with a moody floral. a moody floral <laughs> like they look like they go together all right well, anyway mine are full of roses now that i look at it you ready to wrap this up yes i'm gonna wrap it up with one of the most famous rose quotes of all time a rose by any other name would smell as sweet by william shakespeare and romeo and juliet because really there's no fucking denying that a rose is a rose you know that speaks to the confidence that roses infuse you with is that you have nothing to prove to anybody else you don't need to prove to anybody that your magic is powerful you don't need to prove to anybody that you know what you know it totally embodies the spirit of feminism Mm -hmm. we don't have to explain ourselves a rose does not have to explain it themselves Mm -mm. They are what they are. They know what they are. Mm-hmm. And if somebody wants to call you something else, it doesn't fucking matter. Right. So on that note, follow us on Instagram. Yes. At Elder Hour. Yes. Hit us up on our personal Instagrams or our business Instagram. Mine is at WitchBabySoap mm-hmm. across all social medias. Or you can find me on my personal one on Instagram at Stay at Home Witch. Yes, and mine would be at author Juliet Diaz on all my social media platforms except for TikTok, which is the plant witch. 
So, shout us out. Let us know what you, which plants you want us to touch on next. And uh, give us any feedback. Yes. Like. Also, we love five-star ratings. Of course. Leave us a nice review, maybe. We appreciate it. We love you. Until next time, happy Valentine's Day. Bye. Bye. <laughs>statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These statements are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.